the city did sell back the property plus the remaining 25% of the original parcel for only $5.1 million. That's $8.2 million cheaper than the prior interagency price. Farm supporters refer to that difference as an unfair corporate subsidy. That 2003 sale has many critics, among them is Rosa Romero of the social justice group Axis of Justice attending the rally. She points to the legal argument against developer Ralph Horowitz. City of LA sold it to him even though Judge Crispo three times said that he had no legal right to the land. It was a backdoor deal. Because this is an illegal sale of land, it's completely, it has, it has no legal ground. And so we're here saying that they can't use our tax dollars to subsidize that. Mike Feinstein is former mayor of Santa Monica and co-coordinator of the Green Party in L.A. County. The L.A. County Greens just announced their official support for the South Central farmers. It's important for this movement, which is more on the east side, to also be in other parts of the city because I think it's going to need a citywide political force to make this happen, along with the ability for people to go down and stay on the land and refuse to be moved off if that terrible moment comes. Fernando Flores is co-chair of the Support Coalition for the South Central Farmers. It's really been a test of patience for us. We're still recruiting, we're still doing outreach, we're still building the pressure. People could continue to write letters to the mayor, make the phone calls, participate in our support coalition, which that meeting is held every Sunday at 3 o'clock at the farm. We're looking to end this in the most peaceful manner. For FSRN in Los Angeles, I'm Kelly Barnes with the People Without Borders Collective. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News. I'm Aura Bogado. Wayne Kramer, you're listening to WCBN in Ann Arbor. A square, y'all. This is Jake and Jake at WBCN. John Kidd. That's WCBN. WBCN. I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor! Yeah, I was there during the 60s when the universe bent I'm on the movie. Yeah, okay, right on. I got T-shirts, nine bumper stickers. Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets Closets are are for clothes. clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Welcome. And, and welcome, definitely. Welcome. It's um, February 8th, 2006. It is. Holy moly. I know. Dang. Almost, oh, it's almost Valentine's Day. Yes. Thank goodness. And it's almost time for something else. What? Fundraiser. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I, You know... Those two things always come very close together. Yes. Valentine's Day and fundraiser. We need to be um, aware that fundraiser starts on Friday. Yes, this Friday. Um, but you don't have to wait till then to donate. You can give now. That's right. By going to the website at www.wcbn.org. That's a lot of W's. It is a lot of W's. <laughs> I heard a, uh, somebody else say um, recently, follow the W's. To WCBN.org. Oh. Actually, they were talking about our radio station website. They were talking about some other random yeah. com. But I thought that was a very yes. cool way to talk about it and not have to say all the W's over and over again. Anyway, you can go to that website, WCBN.org, and you can click on Donate and Give Right Now. And please don't forget to say you want it to cr- you want to credit your donation Two closets are for clothes. Well, hello, exactly. <laughs> How could they forget? <laughs> no matter when you give during fundraiser, That's if right. you want to credit it to 
closets are foreclosed, by all means. We will not turn you down. We won't turn you down. We, we are the highest raising hour. Yes. During fundraiser. Cha-ching. So exactly. So help us maintain that we'd title. We'd like to maintain that title. Yes. Indeed. Exactly. Indeed. My goodness. Yeah. So how are you, Dan? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm just kind of a little uh, flustered. I don't know. This weekend was um, it was quite, a, quite an interesting weekend. It was kind of like a being entertained weekend where people were having me over uh, for various <laughs> events. And it was just kind of one of those like... Uh, uh, just trying to get used to it, and um, and um, and I'm used to also attending where there's many people. So when you like couples invite you over and you're the only one that's been invited, mm-hmm. or um, you're used to a status quo of things being the way they are. It's it um, when you go over to certain people's houses when they have large parties, and then there's a little, a little twist to it. It it was very just odd for me. And one of the things was is that my my family is is very religious. I mean, it's one of those... Um, um, and so we get into many debates about the gay issue and all that stuff or whatever. And we were sitting around the dinner table. It was my mom's birthday. And um, happy birthday, Mom. I'm sorry. Can I interrupt you really yes. quickly? Does the gay issue, is that all in caps? Like, is it capitalized? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yes. It was, it was, yeah, because it, it's ca- caused much hostility in my family over the, them being very religious. And, um, so happy birthday, Dan's mom. That's right. And I'm, and one of the things that I constantly argue with them is like, you know, what, what proves that you're, what actions are, are you proving that you're, you're Christian or what, um, uh, what, what values, um, is that helping with your micro, your, um, Actually, mine just kind of disappeared. No? Yeah, Nothing? Mine are fading in and out. I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, just keep going. That's right. <laughs> and so, um, and so, and so I'm always talking about, like, what are Christian values? What are things that, that proves that you're Christian besides your belief in Christ and things? And they were talking about that there's apparently a church that's near them that is taking in homeless uh, for a week and how um, they think this is like a novel idea. And I'm like, isn't this something that's been going on, like in Christian teaching for the last like 2,000 years? It's just supposed to be clothing the naked, feeding the po- you know, feeding the hungry, right. how you know, sheltering the homeless. You know, isn't this something that is supposed to be going on for quite some time now? And and they're really like amazed on on how to do this. And I mean, we just don't knit scarves for for these folks. That maybe you know, we maybe need to give them, or like they were surprised. Like one of the things I've never, even, I've never even thought of when I've done work with the homeless is like a nice new pair of underwear. Now, of course, I joked mm-hmm. and said I'd be glad to give my old stuff, but you know, it's one of those, you know. But it's one of those like, right. well, like a nice new pair of underwear. And I kind of explained to them also, well, it's just like people that are on food stamps. It's like you can't buy deodorant. So sometimes by giving deodorant or toiletries of some sort, um, um, toilet paper, that that sometimes helps different um, uh, food programs and mm-hmm. things where they can also give that out as well. You know, and so I just thought it was very interesting how they're just so surprised by that. Right. But yet when I bring up things about like equal rights for women, um, ho- um, homosexuality, duh, there's a huge uproar. <laughs> it's kind of like, can we get like down to basics here? So I don't know. It was kind of a very odd weekend. So um, I, I sometimes really wonder about <laughs> I wish I could uh, be a fly on the wall at your family celebration. Oh my goodness. And the emails that I get copied. I mean, it's like I find out how it's very pro Bush, very pro and I'm not talking about the burning bush. I'm talking about <laughs> George W. Or my Bush. Uh, yeah, right, right, exactly. Well I don't yeah. think they'd said that. <laughs> yeah, Probably yeah. not. <laughs> but it's like it's just very interesting to kind of see I, I get a, a regular dose of what the I don't want to say the other side, but um and I'll talk I'll turn way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, I don't necessarily, they're not, well, I get some emails like that too that are sort of like more middle of the road. They're not extreme Christian right things, mm-hmm. but they're like, you know, God and country from a Democrat point right. of view. Yes. I get a lot of those from okay. family members. Okay. Um, and I've actually just emailed them back and said... Please don't include me on these. I'm not interested in in participating in this. But then I then I kind of sometimes regret it because then I'm like, maybe I should know what those emails are saying. The problem is they're not sending me like news items. Right. They're sending me 
pass this on to ten of your friends, and you'll get a special angel on your shoulder, and right. you'll have oh. some prayer for a soldier at the end, right? I hate those. So it's sort of like that that I get. Um, <laughs> and you know what? The people that do that says, you know, and for good luck, or, or if you don't send this to ten people, you'll have bad things happen to or you. Or something terrible will right, happen, exa- not just something bad. <laughs> exactly. So, right, right. So I'll email them, like, maybe a day or two later, and kind of like, so what could happen in your life that when you send it to me, right, you know? Right, good luck to do Because I want to know what happened. And, you know, and it's, you know, they're like, what? Like, what are you talking about? I'm just curious. <laughs> you know? That's a good thing to do. I might have to do that. You know, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, But, and you had said something, oh, about, oh, well, like, there's a new email that I'm getting bombarded from my family members of, um, there's, there, well, this past Friday was the American Heart Association did Wear Red for Women right. Day, and so I wore red. Well, that Thursday before, I was in kind of a quandary because there was another email that was being sent out, like, we're red on Fridays, like, all Fridays until our troops come home, um, so oh, to show no. that you're support of your troops. So I thought, well, I support my troops kind of thing. But the part that I didn't quite particularly care for was the fact that it's like for your belief in God, country, and the support of your troops. I was like, well, I'm I'm not really sure I'm supporting your God. But, right. I mean, I, I will support the troops. I will support our country. You know, I'm still patriotic, um, you know, even though I do have some questions about how our military is being used. But, um and some of our foreign policy, but that's a whole other show. Um, but it's Absolutely. one of the things. <laughs> but, um, but I think that that's, it was just one of those like, oh, you know, so do I wear red on Friday? Do I right. not wear red on Friday? And I was like, well, you know what? I have a pin, that red dress the red pin, dress pin. And I wore that, so if anybody had any questions. But I'm still like, mm, I don't know if I want to wear red on. I'm going to be, I'm going to. Stay away from the red on Friday. Yeah, right. I wear a lot of red, too. Well, see, that's the thing, is I only have, like, one outfit of red. And so that's just, you know, it's not my color. But not your color. <laughs> I was part of a spring. I often get mistaken for an employee at Target. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually have d- have thought about it. Like, if oh. I'm going to go shopping at Target, oh, am I wearing a red shirt? Oh, that is funny. I will not. I will change oh, before my. I go. Wow. Because I'm uptight about it. Oh, that's funny. Cause, well, I've been mistaken for one so many times. Well, you know, and I would just start telling them in the wrong direction. Well, I actually was like, well, I don't work here, but I do know where that is or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. I can't give you the aisle number, but. Oh, well, it just kind of gets back to another place that, well, I could actually say their name probably, Myers, And um, where I was trying to look for chipotle sauce kind of thing. And. And so I thought it was at the foreign section, you know, a foreign food section. Um, and so I'm looking in, the, in their foreign food section. And it's like I'm in aisle 13 and things. And they've got, um, you know, Arabic food. They've got Chinese food. They've got southern cooking food. Right. I was like, have I told this story before? No. Oh, I'm so, just very familiar with that. I'm just like, what? Area and then I was like, well, store. where's like, there's no... Um, a Mexican, you know, section or whatever. Oh, no, that's aisle seven. I was like, well... Is that so? Apparently, that's not international food, but southern cooking is international right, food. Right, of course it is. And so I'm, I'm. Didn't you know? <laughs> I, I do like, think the South is a foreign country. Oh my god! Well, the, the Southeast. You know, it's yeah, it's very interesting. It's yeah, different there. Oh, it's very well. Yeah, so is Indiana, but we won't go into that. But it's <laughs> that's not very far. South. <laughs> no, exactly. But yeah, so it's just a very. Um, it's just and so and actually I went to somebody and says you know could I and for those who don't know what chipotle sauce but it's kind of like a hot mole sauce or whatever and they were like well yeah is that made with like sour cream and and garlic and it's in the um, dairy section and I was like no no she goes no seriously sir we're out of that because I went looking for that earlier and I went no I don't think you have no that's not what uh, it is yeah so it was very interesting so but you know I, as I, as I always do I always delay and. Uh, how are you, Christy? You know, I'm good. I, we are the we're having a baby. <gasps> you know, Yay! well, we registered recently. Oh yes. Oh my god! <laughs> First of all, really, when we got right down to it, you know, like we were like, you know what? There are like two things you need for to have a baby, really and truly. You absolutely need. You need diapers. Oh. You need. You need maybe some clothes, right. and you need some boobs. Like, that's really boobs, all yeah. you need. <laughs> yeah. But 
there's this whole like cult of needing stuff. Oh yeah. For a baby, uh-huh. and you know it's true. We think we're going to use some of those things. Right. Obviously, we're yes. going to need wipes and we're going to need lotion or whatever. But I'm, it, I we were not prepared. <laughs> First of all, there's a six-page list of things that you're supposed to register for. And it's a small print, probably. It's small print. And like... we were not... I mean, there was probably a third of it that we actually put on our list. Um, and we still ended up with a 92-item list. No. <laughs> a third is 92 Yes. Well, items? the thing is is that you know they say you need um, eight to ten bottles. Well, each one of those is an item on oh, your register. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So... We were doing this, and we're wandering around sort of stupefied and gate-mouthed around mm-hmm. this store, and there are other, like, expectant parents doing the same thing. We're all around the same age, you know, <laughs> and, and this other couple that were there, they were like, yeah, we can only be here for, like, an hour at a time. We come once a weekend and register for, like, two things. No. Like, we can't handle it. <laughs> we cannot. That We stood there with them, and we were all looking at baby swings. Oh, yes. And we were trying to determine, like, best value, and also we we aren't getting... We're getting gender-neutral things, so we're trying okay. to find things that aren't frilly pink or boyish with cars and trucks, because, you know, only boys like cars and trucks. Right. Anyway... We d- we get to this, we're looking at these two swings, and there's a $10 price difference between these two swings that we're looking at, right? Okay. And we cannot figure out where the differential is coming from. Oh. Finally, we determine that it's because the mobile that hangs above the swing, I think, this is an aside, I think that there's some plot uh-huh. to overstimulate babies and make them yeah. crazy. <laughs> yes. Because everything that's for a baby... Has 18 different functions. Oh yeah, it has a mobile. It has a light. It has this. It has that. It teaches them their ABCs, right. their it's numbers. Right, so overstimulating. Yes. I'm like, I would hate to be a baby with that stuff going on everywhere. <laughs> yes. No wonder when by the time they're seven, we can't get them away from the TV and we can't get them away from video games. Right. Right. We've started them from birth. Right. In this culture, anyway. <laughs> so what we figure out, the mobile on this one swing has a sleeve, like a cozy. Covering the arm of it. And that is the only difference. And that's a $10 item. And I was like, I finally said, I finally said to the guy, I was like, if you give me a couple bucks, I'll make it for you and you'll still come out ahead. Oh, wow. I'll make that little sleeve for you (laughs) and you'll still come out ahead. So if registering is a good time. Yes. um, Indeed. So we're going to take a brief break. Very brief. Yes. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Ricky Levy from the Woodhull Foundation, Freedom Foundation Federation, about sexual freedom and stuff like that. I figured it'd be a good start to the holiday Valentine weekend yes. talking about sex. Yes. Woohoo. So I- we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, I think we're back. I think we are. And Ricky, are you there with us? I am indeed. She will be soon. She will be soon. I know she's on the phone. Yes. What's the matter? She's here. I am with you. You are. Excellent. Well, welcome (laughs) to Closets Are for Clothes. Um, And you're here with Christy and Dan. To Hi, Ricky. Our, Hi, Dan. Hi, Christy. Illustrious members of our co-hosting squad <laughs> around here. Um, so, first of all, could you tell us just a little bit about what the Woodhull Freedom Foundation and Federation is? Sure. Um, we're a nonprofit organization that works to affirm sexual freedom as a fundamental human right. Uh, One of the ways we do that is by protecting and advancing freedom of speech and sexual expression. Uh, We work to promote sexuality as a positive personal, social, and moral value. And we do that through research, advocacy, activism, education, outreach. Um, You'll have to stop me because I'll just talk. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, one of the things, the first thing when I was reading um, about the Woodhall Foundation was that um, 
what what is how do you define sexual freedom? Sexual freedom is the right of consenting adults to engage in their sexual expression. In it's an, a basic element of personal happiness. Affection and love and sex are one of the basic elements of life, and we're all entitled to the right to express ourselves sexually in whatever way makes us happy with a consenting partner um, or by ourselves, if that's what makes us happy. Right. Right. So, so and issues of class and race and gender all underlie sexual freedom. Um, how, well, how do, how do they underline that? I mean, like, how does cla- well, what does class have to do with uh, sexual freedom? For example, if you look at uh, the women's movement, okay, um, sexual freedom is used to to suppress, to restrict. Um, there was a time not too long ago when you couldn't rape a black woman because a black woman was an object as a slave. Oh. Right. Okay. They were property. They weren't a person. Gotcha. Um, in in some countries, um, hysterectomies are performed routinely on women who are told that because they've had two children, they're at risk for cancer. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yes. Wow, and um, you know when you when you deal uh, even with a, a sex offender, for example, who gets out of jail and has to register, uh, where are they going? You know, where are they going to live? Mm-hmm. What kind of job are they going to be able to get? Right. It, it's going to be an issue then of of class. So, with with sexual, like, was well, okay. Let's, can I back up a little bit then? Because my understanding with the, the sexual freedom is that that the um, that they were consenting um, adults or consenting, yeah, consenting adults, um, saying that they're both willing to engage in what was happening. So, but then you just said something about where a sexual offender. What are they going to do? Where are they going to live after they have done their punishment in society? Shouldn't we have restrictions on? They did not deal with consent adults, obviously. Right, right. As a sex offender, um, but I was talking about issues of class. Um, who who gets arrested for these crimes? Okay, and where do yeah, they go when they come out? That's what I need that's to know. Okay, thing. okay, okay. Now that I makes understand. more sense. Yes, how <laughs> I got gotcha. So specifically, there are issues around um, privacy and sexual freedom, how, you know, a right to privacy sort of is included in a sexual, your sexual freedom includes a right to privacy. And there's a project that the Woodhill Foundation is working on. Could you talk a little bit about that? Well, we're working on several projects. One of the projects we're working on, we're enormously excited about, is with the ACLU. Uh, And it's a joint project that now involves, I think we're up to 31 organizations, to do a nonpartisan lobbying day around the issues of freedom of speech, uh, where we'll just flood the hill with constituents addressing freedom of speech, speech as a broad issue, and then for each organization, what their specific focus is, and ours is freedom of speech around sexual expression. Um, you know, there's there's a war on porn, as declared by Gonzalez, um, and mm-hmm. and that that's just one element. Abstinence-only education is the restriction. Um, and and it's it's really an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, welfare reform, reproductive rights. Look where we are with uh, Roe v. Wade and the gradual erosion 
of those rights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just wandered all over the place, didn't I? That's okay. No, yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you're talking about, like, because one of the problems I've been having is the is the push for abstinence-only programs and the funding that's going toward mm-hmm. uh, specifically religious programs to teach the abstinence programs. Um, uh, Ricky, you don't know, I, I do have, I have a, a part-time job dealing with um, uh, talking about safer sex and promoting safer sex. And, and I get very upset when I hear that people are promoting abstinence when that actually endangers our children versus... Um, because they don't, because when they are ready to engage in sex, they're not, they're not prepared. Um, and, and Correct. I, and I, and I, it's and, like saying that you don't want, you, you don't want your child to be hit by a car. So instead of teaching them how to cross the street safely, you tell them that they just should never cross the street. Right. It's or, exactly, yes. that's exactly What a right. great example. Yes. Yeah. That's a very good analogy for that. Um, so I that's one of the things. It's okay. It's all right. So with the with 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 um with this, what do you hope to with the the talking about um of freedom of speech? Um, are you what are you hoping? Are there is there legislation that's coming up that that we're concerned with, or is it just the, like a general attack about where our nation is heading and kind of bringing awareness to? Well, there, there is a general concern about where our nation is heading, but that's actually good news. Um, now, I know that sounds really peculiar. You shocked me. If you look at where we're <laughs> heading, you think that it's good news. But policy change based on public opinion generally takes about 10 years. And I believe that what we're seeing now, because I believe we are at the forefront of a sexual freedom movement, and what we're seeing is a very desperate religious right or radical right that's pushing very hard because they know they're losing. Hmm. This this has happened time and again uh, in, in different cultures. And if you look, you know, a great example is Clinton Lewinsky. Right, Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. People really, yeah, they just, you know, it was private. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to hear about it. They felt that what he did in private, he did in private. And they, it was okay. They didn't want to see it. They didn't want to hear it. But it was okay. The religious right was pushing very hard for it not to be okay. Right. For it to take him out of office. Right. I think that uh, what I'm hearing you say, it kind of reminds me of something we've we've talked about on the show before, that there's sort of a disparity between what's culturally going on in this country and what's politically going on in this country. For example, if we look at the Oscars and the Golden Globes and the best movies made this year, they're all very much about... Um, well, there's several that are gay, have gay themes going on that are in a very positive light. There's Good Night and Good Luck, which is, you know, an anti-fascism sort of movie. But yet, politically, we have this other more conservative stuff happening. And I really think that that a backlash is coming to this conservative stuff because, I mean, culturally, we seem to be in such a different plane than what our politic, what's going on in the political arena. I believe that we are in a completely different place culturally than what we're hearing politically. I think that all of the the bills that are presented that are a threat to personal freedoms come in under basically two headings, sex trafficking or child protection. Mm -hmm. And Mm. I believe that the reason... They come in under those headings, and they're they're hidden under those headings. Right. Uh, is because if they named the bill what it really is, they would have no support. Right. Right. So as discouraging as life is under this administration, I think it's actually good news that we are making progress. There is... A movement, a sexual freedom movement. People do want 
their privacy. Um, there's a, a big kickback now against the invasion of privacy with the with the eavesdropping. Right, right. right. It's just not going away. Right. Well, and I no see- matter what spin they put on it. Well, and I think that that's what I'm, I'm. I guess I'm getting upset with, at least with the media, is that it just seems like it that it's there's no punishment for it, or there's no consequence. Consequence, and no, I don't see an uproar of anger happening. Right. I'm it's just, just Bush says, "Yeah, I did it, and I think it's okay." Talk yeah. to you later. And yeah, so really quickly before we end the interview, I'm sorry to cut you off, Dan. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I had so much to ask her. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should we should have Ricky back you can on the call show. Me, she has my number. Okay, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Um, I really just if folks want to find out more information about the Woodhull Freedom Foundation and Federation, um, where do they go? Who do they talk to? All that sort of stuff. They can go to our website, which is www Woodhull, W-O-O-D-H-U-L-L, Foundation, one word, WoodhullFoundation.org. They can call our office, which is 202-628-3333. All right. And we'll be happy to answer any questions. Terrific. And there is, a, there is, I've noticed on the website, there is a button you can click to be a volunteer with them if you're interested in that. So You can be a volunteer. You can join our news list, which is a free daily um, dissemination of 8 to 12 articles, um, mostly focused in the United States, but frequently with a global perspective uh, on issues that impact uh, sexual freedom. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ricky, for joining us. We really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your evening. Um, we know that it's dinner Thanks time so when we have inviting me. guests on our show. Well, you're welcome very much, and you're welcome to come back any time. If there's any ever anything that's ever going on with the Woodhull Foundation that you want to you want our help to broadcast, we'll be happy to do that. So just let us know. Um, and thanks again, and good luck with the the work at the Woodhull Foundation. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night. You so, too. Bye-bye. 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 So we'll be right back with Keith Orr from Common Language. Yes, he's got a b- huge pile he's of uh, books. He's got a huge pile. Man, oh, good. Um, did you bring a truck in to bring all these books yeah, in? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. You know why we've been having all this great weather? Well, yeah, it's because of all the gays on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. You mean like on Closets Are For Clothes? Exactly. And if you want to keep the good weather... And the gays on WCBN. Contribute to our fundraiser by calling 763-3500. Or go to WCBN.org and click Donate. And check us out on Closets Are For Clothes on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I would just like to say that we wrote that when it was 50 degrees and very sunny outside. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not when it was 17 and cloudy. Yes, definitely. It, actually, it, it, that was one of the things, like, now watch. It's right. going to be, like, heavy you totally snowstorms. Knew it. You totally <laughs> called it. But whatever. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> For some, oh. this is the good weather, right? Some That's people right. appreciate this weather, weather more. Exactly. Definitely. It actually, it made the stuff around the Super Bowl downtown last weekend better that oh. it got colder because they had that winter fest. Yes, and it made it so pretty to, down there, yeah, too. Yeah, they needed it to be cold for that. So. Yes. Anyway, Keith's here. Yes, woohoo! That's right. And, you know, it just doesn't seem right. Every year, I'm on for the fundraiser. I know. <laughs> we talked about this before the show started and, tonight. And there's just something wrong. So can can I say something? Sure. 734-763-3500. Thank you. That would be the number to call (laughs) to donate (laughs) and be sure to mention closets are for clothes. That's right. Absolutely. So you have quite the stack of books. I do. And, you know, actually the biggest stack here, um, we can go through kind of quickly. I just sort of brought it because this is Black History Month. It is Black History Month. And, and, uh, of course, we do have a um, fairly significant ethnic studies section. Um, and, and so I thought I would bring in sort of a, um, just a wild collection of stuff we have. So, um, uh, this isn't new stuff necessarily, though there are a couple of newer things in here, but everything from kids' books, uh, Let's Talk About Race, 
and her stories. Her stories is just a beautiful book. Uh, African American folk tales, fairy tales, true tales. Mm. Um, a little bit older. It's not uh, you know the the preschooler. It's um, more uh, early grades, but uh, would be just a wonderful book for a parent to read with um, their kid and. Talk oh, wow. about race. Those pictures are gorgeous. They it are. it is a beautiful it's book, very, isn't it? Very oh. pretty. Yeah. And uh then there's uh you know the whole down low thing. Um we do have the um uh J. L. King who started it all with the um uh uh thing uh, the books about down low that's uh, his latest coming up from the down low. And the one I like even more, Keith Boykin's sort of response to it. Yeah, um, much better. Right, much, much better, um, which is um, basically saying, you know, this whole down low thing is um, is just another way of putting together homophobia and racism. Yeah. Right. And one, one um, thing is the right. down low's all over out there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you don't have mm-hmm. to be African-American. No, uh-uh. they're, they're the down low. Yeah, you don't so. have to be. Uh-uh. Um, uh, I.e. governors from uh, the Jersey, East Coast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, Charles Barkley's um, book, Who's Afraid of a Large Black Man? Race, mm-hmm. Power, Fame, Identity, and Why Everyone Should Read My Book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, biography on Rosa Parks by Douglas Brinkley. Oh, wow. Um, uh, a, another biography here that. Um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King, um, of course, Coretta um, just passed away. Yes. Um, and what an amazing spokesman she was for the gay rights movement as well. You know, she was took. Uh, um, she was very forthright that this was all uh, that uh, civil rights is all about civil rights for everybody. Yes. And when that wacky niece of hers would, you know, spout off fundamentalism, she was the first one <laughs> stepping forward and saying, "No, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> nope." Uh-uh. <laughs> well, and I think that's the thing that she also came to understanding is just hate is hate. You know, no matter what it looks like in whatever form, that that's hate, and so and we can't stand for it. Definitely. And uh, let's see. Then, um, since it is as well a feminist bookstore, uh, under her skin, how girls experience race in America. Oh. Wow. And uh, something, uh, something more for the boys, called hung. Oh. <laughs> a meditation on the measure of black men in America. It's actually. Um, it's all uh, text. It, 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 it is, for the most part, text. Yes, not entirely. Oh, a, but, okay. But that's a Mapplethorpe, so it's art. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, uh, and I think that's about the only picture in here. Um, but it's really about um, uh, the sort of a study of how um, the uh, mythology of black men and size um, uh-huh. plays into racism. Yes. So, very interesting book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's the other Keith Boykin, one more river to cross. So, yes, there's all there. Um, so, I brought all those in as just sort of a, um, a sampling of that section. Mm. Um, and and indeed, uh, one of the other things going on with Black History Month that uh, affects us is um, yesterday was. Um, National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, yes. And of course, that's an important topic because that's the population where it is um, most rampant right now. Right. So right. It's very, very important to try and get that message out. Yes. Get um, tested. Yeah. And uh, and and where could you do that? Um, you can actually call the HIV AIDS Resource Center at seven three four. Oh my goodness, five seven two nine three five five. Very good. Um or you can call your local health department at seven three four five four four six eight four zero. So Or you could call Planned Parenthood at seven three four nine seven three zero one five five. Very good. All three of those places will be happy to give you a test. That's right. And not tell anybody that you took it. That's right. And, exactly. and it doesn't even involve needles anymore. Nope. So, no. right. so yes. if you can if you've 
if you are not afraid of a Q-tip, you can take this test. <laughs> you have yes, a Q-tip well, I used you? to for other tests, but <laughs> not for HIV. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and actually, I I don't even know how it is I came about um, this particular website, but it was really good. Um, and I thought of it just because of the HIV AIDS awareness, but it doesn't have to do with black HIV AIDS awareness. It's Scottish HIV AIDS <laughs> awareness. Um, it's called Healthy Gay Scotland. Dot com. And it's really a well-put-together site about um, education, um, and you don't have to be Scottish for it to be um, good information. Um, so I, um, it, great graphics on it and really good information that's, you know, um, forthright. So really, oh. really thought it was good. So um, Let's see. More books. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, cl- click on um, uh, the Gay Sex Now. Um, it's where? about the... There you go. And and that's where it does a lot of the information stuff about, you know... Um, oh, yeah. Or, and all those little graphics yeah. on the right, you know, information about oral sex or... Oh, wow. Uh, um, water that, sports or, you know, it's... Yeah, this it's, is excellent. Isn't that great? I just was really thrilled when I came across it. It's very unpretentious. It's very. Yeah. It's it's really seems sort of anti euphemism too. It's like exactly. very direct. In fact, which I appreciate. In fact, um, uh, the scat one. The mm-hmm. there you go. Um, wh- read what it says. I don't know There's why something I... about the basic rule with poo. <laughs> I mean, it's just very, you know, we're not yeah. going to hold back about it. We're going to, you know, because people need to know this. And if you don't talk about it, frankly, they're not going to learn about right. it. Right. So, yeah, I really right. liked it. And, I, and awesome. I don't know why I had to point at the screen for you, Christy, to show you which one is the poo. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which, one's, uh, which one was gay sex now, so <laughs> maybe I wouldn't know which one was poo. I really am fond of the rimming graphic. I think oh, that's Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. See, now everybody's going to go to this website. Yeah, that's right. And that's um, a good thing. It is a good thing. So <laughs> check it out at healthygayscotland.com. All one word. Definitely. There you go. Uh, let's see. It's also the other thing this month is it's Valentine's Day, so and um, fundraiser. That's true. <laughs> and and um, if I wanted to give money, I would call seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred. Um, I believe you're having uh, and, and uh, so anyway for Valentine's Day, um, Quirky Alone came out in paperback. It's uh, now what sort is of Quirky an, Alone? I haven't uh, heard this one. Oh, you haven't? No. It sort of had a little, little bit of a buzz to it. It's really an interesting thing. It's sort of for people who are unabashedly single. Ah, right? okay. So um, sort of the anti-Valentine's Day, and then sort of the. Uh, a cute little coupon book. Aww. Uh, it's, uh, um, it, it, what is it called? Hot Gay Sex Coupons. That's it's, right. So it's one of these books, you know, you give the coupon to your boyfriend and it uh, obliges you to wear a hard hat every night for the week or something. <laughs> you know, it's all the different things. And, of course, we, we've already had a whole bunch of people coming in to get their Valentine's Day cards. Um, oh yeah! So I brought in a boy one and a girl one, so we could just you know yes look those over. But now, we have a whole selection of those. Now, now I know that you guys specialize in LGBT folks, but um, do you have any like boy girl? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Okay. So, but yes. Yeah, no, our assumption about stuff, uh, you know, nothing against streets. Our assumption is they have plenty of places. Ah, okay. To, to gotcha. get their cards. Okay. So we were trying to provide a spot that the ones that don't ones. have a place. There right. you go. Okay. Um, and of course, we also have an entire relationship section. Oh, oh boy, that was hard to say. Um, <laughs> And uh, uh, and of course, one of the highlights of that section is Joe Court right here in uh, the Metro Detroit area. Yes, um, a recent guest on Closets. That's Africa. right. Oh, was he? When was he? Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago. Yes. Okay, must have been while I was out of town because I missed that. And uh, I, I think so. And yes. Yeah, it was actually. I remember. And because uh, um, he, he's, as you know. Um, very fascinating to talk to. Yeah, he's, yes. he can, um, he's not one you have to worry about just getting yes and no answers no, from. That's for sure. That's for and, sure. And we're going to be having him at the bookstore uh, on the 16th. 
Wow. So a week from tomorrow. Yes. In the midst of that fun drive. That, that's so right. If we wanted to, while Joe is there, we could call 734-763-3500. Yes. I really can. feel like this could be fundraising <laughs> week. It could. You know? It could. could. Anyway. We're getting everybody ready. We're, it's foreplay. That's right. <laughs> fundraising foreplay. That's I like right. it. Um, uh, anyway, so we'll be having him because he has his new book out, um, 10 Smart mm-hmm. Things Gay Men Can Do to Find True Love. Mm-hmm. Um, his, the first book was, oh, 10 Smart Things Gay Men Can Do to Live Better or something okay. like that. Um, and I just found out that uh, the, the I just saw the German um, version of it the <laughs> other day, which was very funny because uh, it does not have him on the cover. Instead, it has some sort of... Um, adorable, young, cute German boy. Um, and the name of it in German is Cool und Schwul, or Schwul und Cool. Gay and cool. So, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> anyway, so we will be having him, and we're very excited about that because he's yes. always an excellent guest. And that's February 16th. February 16th, Thursday. Uh, at uh, Common Language. At Common Language. Okay. And if you forget, you could always go to our website, which is glbtbooks.com. Or lgbtbooks.com if you prefer to put oh. the L before the G. Either one of them works. Very good. Um, uh, it's a little ways off, but I uh, um, just want to throw it out because I'm pretty excited about it. We have Stephen McCauley coming April 27th. Now, who's Stephen? Stephen um, is probably best known for Object of My Affection, which got made into the movie with Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so... Um, but uh, uh, he has a new book coming out in April called Alternatives to Sex, which is just hilarious. It's about, um, let's see if I can remember this right, sex, real estate, and compulsive cleaning. And, um, yeah, and very, just a very, very funny book. So, um, But the fun thing about this is it's not going to be at the bookstore. We're going to hold it at the screening room of the Michigan Theater. Oh, how cool. We're going to have, you know, him, a little author event, and then we're going to do a screening of Object of My Affection. Very good. Isn't that fun? Yeah, so yeah, Michigan Michigan Theater was very excited about working with us for that. So. Very clever. Yeah, very clever. Yeah. We also, we don't have a date yet, but it'll be about the same time we have Felice Picano coming. And we think we're going to do something different with that as well um, and do, turn it into a fundraiser for rap. Um, we're gonna. Uh, he has a um, sci-fi book out called Tales from a Distant Planet, um, and he's doing a tour to promote that. And uh, so we're go- I, I, we're going to try and get some actors to do the readings, so that he's not the one doing the reading, which will allow him to do more interacting. Um, about his writing, so it'll be sort of a performance thing. We'll charge a nominal amount for it, and it'll uh, support rap. Right so, and, but, so he's excited about doing that. Yes. So, uh, let's see. Leave it to Keith. Always very clever. He is well, clever. Well, you know, author events, um, are it's hard to get people to them. Yes. And this isn't just here. It's nationwide. And so we're trying to figure out clever ways of, mm-hmm. of um, you know, having an author event that's more than just come to the bookstore, sit there and listen to me, which is oh, uh, uh, we've had great experiences with, mm-hmm. but, you know, we want more people. We so can we're mix trying it to figure up, out. right? Yeah, so we're trying to figure out different ways to do it. Um, and let's see, you know what else happens in February? Fundraiser. Fundraiser. Okay. Looking <laughs> over that. It just happened. It's the Super Bowl month. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and so two books just came out. Now, no one, of course, who's active in the NFL, oh. an active player, has come out. But um, we have a couple of uh, folks who have come out that were um, former NFL players. Both had uh, been in Super Bowls um, and had actually had prominent roles in them. Um, Roy uh, Simmons' book, which uh, out of out of bounds, um, is uh, in fact. Can I see it for just a Absolutely. second so I can read the the subtitle? Coming out of sexual abuse, addiction, and my life of lies in the NFL closet, um, and one that just came out like yesterday. It uh, came out, so um, it's about as new as it comes. Is Ezra Twalos alone in the trenches? Um, some great photos in there. He's, yes, that's he, actually um, what I'm looking through. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he uh, both 
um, him as a youngster, as I said, this yes. is probably a huge baby. He's a big he guy. He is hotty. He is totally <laughs> hotty. And, and he, um, he and his partner um, of, I forget how many years, quite a few years, have um, uh, uh, adopted twin kids, and there's some great pictures of them in there. Twin Samoans, I believe, aren't they? And uh, so, anyway, um, a couple of Super Bowl books for uh, the sports fans out there. Um, other new um, uh, books, Grand and Humble, which is the um, sequel to the uh, uh, Geography Club, Brent uh, Hartinger. So um, this just came out, and I haven't read it yet, and I can't wait to, to find out what happens next. Oh, so um, this is a, like a continuing story? Story of the... Uh, are you familiar with Geography Club? I'm not. In fact, I was going to say, uh, what Geography Club are we talking about? Uh, the one at uh, U of M or Eastern? No. <laughs> this is just such a delightful book. It's um, Brent Hartinger, who is a um, wonderful young adult author. Um, and he... Uh, um, the Geography Club is about uh, some kids who sort of discover each other and uh, uh, at this high school that they're you know that they're gay and but they're just terrified of you know anything public. The idea of a GSA is just like oh scare me. Ah. And um, so they decide um, there. I think four of them originally who um, decide you know here's what we'll do. We'll just um, resurrect the Geography Club. Because no one will want to join that. And they get as their uh, faculty advisor, this guy who's just known for as soon as that last bell rings of heading out. (laughs) So they get him because they figure he'll sign the forms and never show up. Right. And then we can have our little gay club. That's right. Yeah. And it's just a wonderful book. That's good. That's clever. So this is uh, the sequel to it. Okay. Wow. Um, What kind of mischief are they going to get into now? Yeah. Yeah. and then um, one, another one that just came out, Josh, Josh Kilmer Purcell's I Am Not Myself These Days, which is a memoir about uh, um, his life cross-dressing. And um, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, on the bo- cover of the book, there's a little blurb. And the blurb is from James Frey who is the author of A Million Little Pieces, the Mm -hmm. thing with all of the controversy about memoirs that aren't really memoirs. (laughs) Um, And and it's sort of funny because it obviously wasn't planned this way. Um, But uh, um, on the uh, copyright page, um, Josh has written, This is a memoir of a certain time in my life. All of the names of major characters and other identifying details have been changed, and some of the characters described are composites of various peoples and experiences I had then. So he does the disclaimer, Ah. and he sums all of that up by saying, It's the truth in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. So, so, um, as I say, it just came out. I've just uh, sort of scanned through it, and I've just been... Thoroughly enjoying it, so it's um, it's gotten a lot of press. It's actually you know a major publisher, which um, oh. you know it's for this type of memoir we don't always get. So right, it's getting some publicity out there. So hopefully, a lot of people will we will read it. Yes, and then the last thing I brought was. Um, I am my own wife, which I think I've may brought or brought once before. Um, this is the um, play that uh, won a Pulitzer and won a couple of Tonys um, about a transvestite in um, Germany, um, who in this fellow um, Charlotte von Malsdorf, and she survived uh, Nazi Germany and communist East Germany. As a transvestite, as uh, he says on stage. Ah. Um, But I bring it along both because it's a wonderful play, and it's going to be done this summer by the Performance Network. No way. Wow. It's a one, uh, uh, as um, Moises Kaufman, the director of the Broadway um, production, likes to say, it's a one drag queen show. (laughs) Uh, Though, of course, Charlotte would never call herself a drag queen. A transvestite. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. But it, it's uh, and so it's being performed by Malcolm Tulip um, oh. with uh, Jillian Eaton um, uh, uh, directing. So really looking forward to that. Yes. Wow. As usual, a, a quite a variety of uh, topics. Goodness gracious, this is yeah. great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot. A lot of stuff. 
a lot of stuff. And, and uh, what's Common Language's website again? That would be either glbtbooks.com or lgbtbooks.com. Right on. Good to know. Yes. And, you know, and Keith brought up a pretty good, th- a pretty good uh, topic that I was going to talk about maybe in the next segment. Um, which, um, the, um, with about the Super Bowl, you know, this year, this, this, this year, we did not do our Super Bowl bet. We did not. So we may have to bet, have a, we can bet on the Grammys. Bets. There we go. Which are on this evening. That's right. Oh, they're on tonight. They're on That's tonight. Right. Holy Eight moly. I don't know what we would, be. I have to go on the internet. Yes. So good bet for us. that's right. But so did you have a suggestion? I do, but I thought, oh, um, we'll like, um, come back from the break and kind okay. of talk about it. Cool. Let's do it. Exactly. All right, we're back. Definitely. Talking about bets. We forgot to do our Super Bowl bet. That's right. And shame on us, the Super Bowl was in Detroit. Yeah. And we messed it up. I know. We I forgot about to it. do our bet. I remembered it like last week after I was leaving the show. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was in water aerobics. totally robics. forgot. Exactly. Doing we my totally cha-cha-cha. Forgot. And then it was like, oh, oh my so gosh. So I suggested that... We could bet about the Grammys, but Dan, you have an alternative suggestion. Well, yes, and I think you brought it up actually last week with uh, one of your uh, one of the most gayest shows on uh, on TV today, um, which is Project Runway. That show is super gay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it gets gayer every week. It's gayer than than queer oh, folk. Yeah, it's very gay. Yeah. I just, anyway. <laughs> So we need to come up with like All okay right. so um so this is one of the things we got to think about is like is this going to be like a weekly thing because like what if like one of our folks gets voted off tonight right who do we think well there's only five left right and three of them will go to fashion week. Oh, and so then, I've never watched this before. So, well, I'm just yeah, I'm figuring all this out as yes. I go along. Uh huh. So three of them will go to Fashion Week, and then the winner is determined after that. Wow. So we could just say who's going to go home tonight. True. As our bet. So. Wow. Let's look at bravotv.com. Bravotv.com, right? Exactly. Slash project underscore runway. Oh. And Keith, have you been watching this show? I have not been watching it. And here, my partner is a costumer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and well, they're very clear about that. Either. They're very clear about that because I, well, I did watch it a little bit on Sunday. The, uh, they are not costumers. They are fashion designers. Because I, Well, I understand this. <laughs> but I'm saying that from Martin's well, point of view, you would also, think he'd be interested yeah, just from the called, fashion perspective. He has called this show and said we don't talk about clothes enough. Yes, he has. That's true. So I think... <laughs> and, and, and because we're talking about um, clothes, perhaps... He should call 734-763-3500. Or if he can't call and he only has access to a computer. He could go to www.wcbn.org and click on the donate button. (laughs) Perfect. Well, we're oh. having a technical difficulty going to the website. Oh no! So who can you? Are you on the website, Keith? I, I am. Who are the five designers left? It's Nick. Uh, how? Let's see. Where do? What am I going to have to do? Face off? Fashion face off? Is that what I would do? We're 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 still trying to figure that out too. Well, while we're having technical difficulties, I just yeah, want to kind of yeah, um, also announce that there is a um, talking about sexual freedom, um, and and I think part of freedom is having a freedom of your mind, not being worried about uh, what did I just really do. So you can go to um, basically Eastern Michigan University and go to the McKinney Union reception room um, for the Safer Sex Workshop, which is in five minutes um, for uh, uh, tonight at seven. Um, and they've got Quest, which is the queer unity for Eastern students. Um, and your LGBT resource center is putting on a safer sex workshop um, to kind of talk about safer sex and how to protect yourself and still have fun. Um, and I believe when we had Kate on last week, she said that the HIV AIDS resource center was going to be um, their guest host. So um, do, doing the that project. 
Um, and we also have um, an announcement from the Triangle Foundation. Uh, the Promise of Equality, Affirmative Action Delivers, a town hall meeting. Um, and that is going to be um, at the Southfield Public Library, um, which is 26300 Evergreen Road um, in Southfield, obviously. And we're um, and it's going to be on February 15th, so the day after... Um, the day after the Valentine's Day, so February 15th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Um, at the Southfield Public Library. Again, it's about the promise of equality. The Affirmative Action Delivers a Town Hall Meeting. So listen, learn, and share. So a couple of things that are coming up um, in the next um, week or two, if you will. So so we do we get the site up at all, or do we, or do we want me to move on to another thing? It looks like we move on to another thing. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Uh, I got it. I got okay. it. <laughs> okay, so there are there are actually only four people left, as far as I can tell. Uh oh. Um, and that's Nick, Santino, Carrie, Kara, and Chloe. Oh, and Daniel. There and Daniel. Five. Now, so, which one was Daniel? Is he Daniel? Daniel is the young. I'll show you. You want to see his picture? Yeah, that's the only way I really know them. Okay. Oh no, we gotta hurry up with our. That's Daniel. Okay. Oops. Oh, that's Daniel. Oh, 